Hey, welcome back, everybody. In today's show, new developments in the Breonna Taylor case, the debate tonight between Trump and Biden, and a question that I've been waiting to ask black men that's been asked before. All that on the Ty Digger Show. Let's get ready. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ty Digger for the Ty Digger Show, and today is September 29th, 2020. We are almost in October, and when you get Friday's show, we will be in October. Um, It's been kind of amazing. We're now reaching the 10th month of this year, and when I first started this show um, in early May, it felt like the year just dragged on and on, but I can say this much. This summer and this past summer and so far in this fall, it has not been a dull moment. Um, It's been difficult for me to even take a break from this because I feel like every time something new pops up, I feel like it deserves its minute. It deserves to be discussed. And my only regret is that I don't have longer on this show. Um, I, I used to try to do 30, 35 minutes, maybe 45 at the most. but um, even then it's not enough to, um, talk about everything that's going on. Like I literally will have to have a daily show to, um, just cover everything, but I try to cover the stuff, the big stuff and try to throw in a little humor every now and then. Um, I guess today's show probably will lack the humor part of it. Um, I'll try my best, but it seemed like it's not going to, uh, today's show is not going to let me. So, um, let's dive right into it. Um, before we move on, I should have started this show 20 minutes ago, but I got caught up on, um, Candy Crush and yo, those little games be so hard to like get away from once you start, like you pass one board and next thing you know, you got to pass 15 just to feel satisfied about your progress. Okay. Maybe I'm hooked. Who knows? But um, that's great. But 
I want to get into the debate. Um, I hope you guys are ready tonight. What snacks are you bringing? Um, for me, um, water and popcorn. Um, I know, I know, I know I wanted to have a nice cold soda pop for you old people out there. Um, but I'm trying to I'm trying to eat a little healthier, um, trying to make sure at least I drink more water, um, not put a lot of um, empty calories like soda and stuff into my system. And, you know, I'm just trying to cut back down on that a little bit. Not so much that I'm ashamed of my weight or I don't feel good about myself, but I do feel like, you know what, let's eat healthy for a little while. Um, we're locked in the house. And I know one of the first things when you're dealing with stress, trust me, I know, um, you tend to want to eat comfort food, things that might not be good for your body, but make you smile or something like that. And and I'm not saying not do it. And I'm not even saying I'm not doing it, but I've tried to cut down a little bit. So yay me. But I'm bringing popcorn because if anything, this debate, it's going to be crazy. Um, it is going to be a mess. And Trump is going to try to draw Biden into the mud and just start blurting stuff that he doesn't know about. Um, it just it, it reminds me of the Family Guy episode where uh, Peter and Lois were running for school board and Peter just kept on saying 9-11. And I just feel like Trump is going to do something like that all night. And the fan base is going to cheer for it. But I think for those of us that's in reality, Biden's going to talk circles around this guy tonight. It's going to be bad. Um, I think Trump is way in over his head. He was way in over his head with Hillary debating her. Um, anybody with any type of communicative background can probably talk laps around him. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what points that each guy bring to the table. And I know I've heard the uh, campaign uh, promises and the speeches and the commercials and things of that nature. It's going to be interesting to see them on stage um, like pitted against each other and having that conversation. Um, would it be any animosity? Um, I just get the feeling that Biden isn't a fan of Trump, like on a personal level. Um, so let's, I, well, I don't want it to get into uh mudslinging because I want, I actually want to hear these guys speak their policies and yes, I'm probably giving Trump the benefit of the doubt on that, but I still want to see him speak, um, what his policies are, um, how he's, how he's going to improve things and just actually talk about, um, his handling of the COVID case and, and at what point is he going to come clean with that? Okay. Um, if I'm Biden's side, um, I try to stay away from the name calling because honestly, you can just throw a lot of stuff back into his face. And there has been a ton of flubs in this uh, administration. Um, I put it this way. If Obama did half of the stuff that Trump did or is accused of, the Senate is already um, voting him out. And that's probably a bigger problem um, when we talk about the elections. If I can just get away from the debate for a second. Um, a lot of these um, offices, um, 
a lot of these men who are in power, who uh, upset us, these men are in elective positions. Um, say what you want about American democracy, but it's still it's still a democracy and these guys can be voted out. Now, if they're not voted out at some point, somebody here in the United States is going to have to say, what Trump does, what Mitch McConnell does, what Lindsey Graham does, that's American. That's the America that we are. And I think this is what this debate is going to be about. This debate and this sprint towards the election is going to be about what what is America? Who is America? And again, I'm not going to get too far into, you know, the the answers to that question. But I will say this. Whatever happens come November 3rd, um, that's the America we are. And there's no more faking it. There's no more playing the Christians, uh, the good Christians or having the moral high ground. We got to accept what's going on in our country. And from what I'm seeing with police brutality and um, young kids now being given machine guns to go across state lines uh murder people uh, that's the america that's who we are the america that's falling apart that's that's what we probably are and and i said before a few months ago that america has a chance to fix this when you look at the grand scheme of things the country is 244 years old um compared to other countries it's relatively young. It's still very, very young. England was not England at 244. China is not the China we know at 244. It's, oh, it's China's far past the China that we know in that year. Um, Russia is not the Russia that we know, you know. I mean, Germany wasn't even a country 244 years ago. Um, so it, um, as well as Italy, you know, France is not the France, you know, so on and so on. Um, so it, it has the opportunity to change course. It has the opportunity to fix what's happening. And that's what this debate is going to be about. This debate, we're going to decide who we're following in this debate. And I know we can make the argument about, oh, God, we got to vote for white men again. I've already talked about that. That's gone. All right. That's gone. And and I think. This might be controversial, I think minorities and people who are looking for a minority candidate should share some of the blame on that, because every time we get one, we find a way to, to tear it down. OK, we find a way to not trust. them. And honestly. You're not going to get that Malcolm X. That's going to run for president that. That candidate is not is not going to have enough pull to um, to run for president of the United States. Maybe if he started off at a at a smaller level, that even then you're not going to be hardcore. This any race um, at this moment, it's the votes that you need. You're not going to get. If you come out super duper militant, if you come out and say, "Okay, this is only for black people. You know, we still can't say that, you know, the president of the United States has to be the president of the United States. Something Trump doesn't understand for some reason, but 
they got to understand that that president has to lead the entire country. And that includes the people who did not vote for them. That includes the people who who are not the same gender. That includes the people who are not the same sexual orientation. That includes the people who are not of his race, you know, so we're going to figure out what's going on tonight. And I think verbally, like going back and forth, it's going to be a massacre, but that's not, that doesn't win elections. It's going to be how the country feels. All right. So we're going to uh, take this quick commercial break. And when we come back, new developments in the Breonna Taylor case. Stay tuned. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, back from commercial break. And well, it seems like we have a new development in the Breonna Taylor case. Um, apparently, a grand juror in the case filed a court motion seeking the release of the grand jury's transcripts and permission from a judge to speak publicly. This person did so out of concern for truth and transparency, the juror's lawyer said Tuesday. <clears throat> Kevin. Glagower, one of the jury's lawyers, um, said at a press conference today that the grand jury that we represent felt compelled to take some sort of action based on the indictment that was rendered in the subsequent press conference and messages from the attorney general's office about how everything played out. In his 15 years of practice, the lawyer said that he'd never seen a grand juror make such a request. Um, this is kind of interesting because um, say what you want to say about this. Um, that juror feels like that Daniel Cameron did not um, represent the facts that were shown to them. And I, and I want to be clear. I want to stop short of saying uh, a cover up. But this kind of smells like a cover up like this is. This is exactly what it sounds like. And as far as I'm concerned, Cameron doesn't have the benefit of the doubt on this one. The Louisville Police Department doesn't get the benefit of the doubt on this one. Um, they've bent over backwards to try to cover up the issues of the case. Um, officers violating uh, protocol during the case. Um, some of you that need to, uh, that don't know what I'm talking about need to read up on how some of the officers um, that was involved were uh, still sitting around the crime scene when usually they have a escort officer that pulls them, um, that uh, joins them and um, looks over them to make sure they're all right. But the point I'm making is, is usually protocol to get those officers involved in a shooting away from the scene while people investigate. Okay. That's about transparency, making sure there's no uh, cover up. And with them hanging around, it kind of, it kind of looks bad. It looks real bad. Um, and I felt like Daniel's statement during the whole time, like not even wanting to charge these men at first, um, screams that something um, fishy. And, and yes, I'm biased. He's um, his mentor is Mitch McConnell. So, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, again, the man doesn't get the benefit of the doubt from me. And Call me wrong, say what you got to say, but 
it's going to be difficult to change my mind on that. They're going to have to do something to make me change my mind. But for now, no, they don't get the benefit of the doubt. Any guy who covers up for um, Trump doesn't even so much as send him to the impeachment uh, hearings to let the to let people decide. Yeah, it stinks. So, because if Trump wasn't guilty, why cover up the facts? But enough about Trump at this moment. I want to get back to um, this sham of investigation. If the police officers responded in kind, why try to cover all this up? Why not even talk? Why? What will be the big deal? And somebody asked a question today about her shooting, like in the raid. How much evidence did they receive from this raid? Somebody's dead. When you um, serve an arrest warrant or when you bust down somebody's house as a cop, there's no room for, oops, my bad. It's not basketball. It's not, oh, we should have punted on fourth and 10 instead of um, throwing the ball at midfield on fourth and 10. No, that's, you just lost the game. Somebody loses their life. And yes, mistakes happen, but, you know, some jobs can't have mistakes. You know, if I can just bring Chris Rock back, like he said, some jobs can't have bad apples. I agree with that. And I'll go further saying some jobs can't have mistakes. You know, a, a, a doctor can't say, oh, well, you know, I cut at the wrong place and the person bled to death. No, he he has to be perfect. Somebody's life is on the line. And a screw up in a situation means somebody's dead. As a coach, a screw up means somebody loses usually means somebody loses as a doctor as a pilot coming in too hard on the landing somebody somebody can end up getting hurt or killed more than likely and when as a cop you bust in your door no mind you no warrant i mean where they had a warrant but no announcing that they're cops three in the morning you know how groggy most of us are at three in the morning. Some of us who, you know, go to sleep and stop being night owls like, yo, I'm out of it. If I'm asleep, if I'm sleeping around three in the morning, I'm totally out of it. And just I can imagine how terrifying that is to have somebody kicking your door. Mind you, she just got out of a relationship with a dude that they were concerned about coming back. But again, I don't want to stray too far from today's um, conversation. So he, he has his boyfriend grabs his legal firearm and discharge it, thinking he's defending. Um, he's defending his his girl and where he lays his head. All this and they were wrong and they didn't know that. What kind of police work? They didn't know they would. They didn't even know they were together anymore. I mean, I know Louisville is a big city, but it's not that big. It's it. It's not like it's not like this is the eighteen hundreds and you live in like Texas or something. And you got to find out information from one side of the state or the other. Like it probably should have took you ten minutes to find out that you know what they're not together. To the guy doesn't live there anymore. The guy doesn't live there anymore. 
and, 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 I, and I hear a lot of you legal eagles screaming right now. And I don't want to hear that. I don't. Resist the urge to be a know-it-all at this moment. Because I clearly do not give a fuck. I don't. That, that lady's dead. She's gone. Because of a mistake they made. A mistake that was correctable. Mind you, the person they were looking for was already locked up. You cannot tell me that's not a correctable mistake. Do we already have this guy already? Simple as that. You ran his name. So you should know he's locked up. And to see the uh, the only charge that was given was wanton endangerment, which basically, from what I was told, basically means it's the same as busting your gun in the air outside on New Year's. So basically, those cops were charged for missing her. The bullets that didn't hit her, that's what he was, that's what that officer was charged with. Yeah, he was fired, but you know, I need jail time. If you're going to try to convince me, if you're going to try to push that lie that racism doesn't exist and for you respond, yes, I know it exists, but if you're going to try to push that lie, you got to give something back in return. You got to give something back in return and, and, and cops doing stuff like that. He should be in prison. The guy who murdered Tamir Rice should be in prison. The people who murdered Sandra Blind should be in prison. And come on, nobody hangs themselves over a traffic stop. I've been pulled over, detained for not having my license one evening. And at no point did it occur to me to to do anything like that. It never, it never occurred to me. And we talk about the levels of brutality that we go to. Uh, it, it has to change. And I will say this, and I'm on record or so several times. Revolution is the last thing we want. Um, when I mean revolution, I mean we in the streets brawling, fighting, people getting hurt, possibly killed, revolution. We ain't talking about this shouting loud. We, we, we're talking about really regime change. That is something we don't want. But at some point, a people who continues to be stepped on is going to grab that foot and say enough. They're going to grab that foot and twist that ankle and they're going to tell you enough. And after that twist, that ankle is going to feel good. And they're going to say to themselves, you know what? They're not going to give us a fair shot anyway. We're going to be target practice anyway. We might as well be target practice for trying to change things. And then that's a mess that we have that the United States have on its hands. And as I said at the beginning of the show, we have the ability to stop that from happening. That doesn't have to happen. That doesn't have to be the future. It doesn't have to be a reality. We can change that now. And I say this in support of every black, white, Asian, Latina, Native American, Arab, um, people around the world like I want to see people 
not get hurt in the streets, not get killed. You know, I want people to be safe. I want our future to be safe. I want a peaceful world to give to our children and our grandchildren. But if your greed and your desire to be the majority, and I mean to be in the lead, to be the loud minority, if it's that strong that you're going to wreck other people's lives, then just make sure you're ready for all that comes with that. Not just the good part, the bad part as well. So going to uh, take another commercial break. And when we come back, question to my brothers. All that on the Ty Digger Show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And um, finally, just a question that I've heard um, said or asked on Twitter. And well, not so much as a question. Um, it's more of an accusation. I've seen it all across social media. And um, that is black men really want to be white men. They really want to have the white male privilege. And I dismissed this at first when I first heard it a few years back. But now that I've been a little more paying attention, more in tune with what's going on, I kind of see where that um, accusation is coming from. Like, um, we just got to talking about Daniel Cameron, who's an African-American um, who's worked to cover up, uh, allegedly, um, covering up the issue with the Breonna Taylor uh, case, uh, kind of represents um what's being said like we've always been told okay racism is crazy and you know it will change if more black men um get in the seats of power um having more blacks as policemen would help us a lot more and quite frankly i haven't seen it from us um we've been elevated to positions of leadership and once we get in those positions of leadership we kind of become corrupt ourselves. Um, we become corrupt ourselves or we become the people who uh, abuse their power. Um, we become the cops who uh, brutalize people in our neighborhood, in our neighborhoods. Um, we become the presidential candidate who's now supporting, well, not candidate, but we become the uh, person in office who supports legislation or who will fight against things that hold our people down all that just to have just to be in control and i want to just send this out to the brothers like just looking around like we're not a very understand we're not full of empathy for people um we get into these positions um we're viewed as leadership leaders in our community and we don't hold out a hand to um our sisters we continue to vote for things that keeps them down we continue to um, support people that would keep them in a secondary role um we continue to support ideas that pretty much says the man should lead and the woman should just be in the kitchen or um having kids and 
and I say this as a young man or as a brother who um who is dealing who who had to deal with that, who had to look in the mirror and and say some of my beliefs and um my thought process is is totally wrong. And once you identify as wrong, do better. Um but I, I wanna get back to that. Um like I see a lot of people who will press hard for Trump or press hard for a certain candidate or press hard for themselves. And once they get to a certain place or once they their candidate, the person they support gets to a place, they don't come back. They don't help out. Um, we want the privilege of disrespecting everybody. We we want to be in charge so we can make rules to keep people down. We want to be in charge so we can show the world that we're the dominant um, dominant sex with, with um, our women. And I don't know why or when we made it a competition because, you know, I hear stuff like, well, I don't want to be a part of this movement because it's lesbian ran. And this movement is going to marginalize me or this movement is about getting rid of the black man out of the black dynamic or the black family. And none of those movements are about that. It's people who don't want to see you murdered in the streets. That's all it is. Like, you can't be, um, just because it wasn't your idea, you mean tell me you can't be a part of the team because it benefits you. And we should all be a part of that team. It doesn't matter who's in charge. Just because you're not at the head of it does not take away your masculinity. Um, It does not um suggest that you're weak it's just you you wasn't the idea behind it but it doesn't mean that that movement can't benefit from you being there you know we gotta um stop disrespecting our people you know we 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 gotta be there for them and yes i i'm gonna write back on it can't our sisters can't be our shields and our targets at the same time. You know, we can't say, okay, we're going to let her sit at the front and take this abuse for us and then turn around when she comes back home. You know, and I know a lot of other races do this as well. And what I'm about to talk about, you know, you know, I know there are stories of abuse in white, um, Latino, Asian, I'm not, that's not my focal point here today. My focal point is us, something that we can control. You know, she shouldn't have to fight for you in the streets and then come home and fight you off of her, you know? And I would think around this time that we are learning a little bit about ourselves. Um, There's more emphasis on black led stuff, um, buying black, uh, just supporting our people during this time, you would think there'd be no violence between us, between man, woman, man, man, woman, woman. And I see brothers still supporting the idea that a woman needs to be put in her place. You know, it's not a competition. And I apologize for um, getting off the topic, but um, I'm not going to come back. But I feel like a lot of guys want to be in charge not because they feel like they can change the world. They just want to be in charge for the power aspect of it. 
to be in control, to be the man, to be the one that everybody has to bow down to. Because a lot of us grew up for, for decades watching white men in power and hearing stories about men in power doing what men in power do. And naturally, when you see power, people want that. But I don't think if you're a human being, you should ever want that just for the sake of, I don't think you should want absolute power at all. You know, it's, it's just simply too easy to be corrupt. It's way too easy. It's a lot easier than a lot of you guys will give it credit for. Being completely in control, being completely powerful, I don't think too many people can be benevolent and it doesn't change them. And even if it doesn't change it, you, who's to say it won't do something to your offspring? You know, who's to say it won't do something to the next person that runs your company or the next person that follows your steps and seeing what you're doing? You know, so I don't think anybody should want that absolute power, but I see a lot of us do and not to change anything significant just simply they can have the power to tell people what to do they can have the power to yell at people they can have the power to do crazy stuff and not be punished for it and that's something we can't do brothers we we can't do that's not part of our that's not part of who we are you know so not gonna uh stay too long on that topic but I honestly believe we need to change how we view power as black men. And we got to divorce ourselves from that European society of power, European ideal of power. You know, of just dominating one race because you feel like your race should be. Should be higher. And respecting the people who helped you, i.e. your black women. Even if you marry and date white women and you totally shun them, I've seen black women completely still represent for a lot of us, for us. And a lot of them represent at the expense of their own lives or or something else they lose out on. So I think it's time for us to walk with them. Okay, walk with them. And I'm not saying they're defenseless, but. They shouldn't have to worry about getting shot in the back from you. Thank you for uh, coming in and listening. I definitely enjoyed talking to you this week. Um, Friday, we have some more stuff to talk about and try to review the, uh, tonight's um, debate. Maybe talk about the rise or the return of the Lakers. That sounds interesting. Maybe, maybe not. But should be a fun show on Friday. Tune in, everybody. Thank you for coming out. Ty Digger. I'm gone.